This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 15. I am your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am the creator of Bear Fruit. And on the other line, in another state, in another building, in another room, not with me, my co-host, Adam Jackknife Tetteris. <laughs> oh, wow. Adam Jackknife Tetteris. I feel like... Yeah, man. I feel like that's powerful. That's a powerful name. Like yeah. jackknife, like uh, like a truck yeah. turning over in the middle of the street. Is that what's going on? It's that kind of power is what we're dealing with. Okay. Here's what over here's what was webs. Here's what was happening as you were as you were brewing that fantastic intro, by the way. Uh, as as you were saying that I'm 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 on uh, I'm on bounty.com baby names beginning with J and I thought maybe I can maybe I can uh anticipate the Let's J see where name. he's going with this one nah and I'll, I'll tell you right now I'm looking at the top 10 baby names 2016 none of them are uh-huh. jackknife not one well that's because I'm ahead of the game <laughs> you're killing it <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the problem see they behind you you're killing it. they're not up to date with me that's true Octavius is top 10 baby names 2016 number one jack knife number two jubilee number two three joystick it's just number, number four number four uh I don't, I don't know what was it last week it was like junk junk pile yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> number four name your son junk pile name your son junk pile hey octavius where, where are you in the world right now I am in Columbus, Georgia. And what are you doing in Columbus, Georgia? Uh, I am at the Creative South Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my second year going to this. I'm absolutely excited. I'm really, really amped up. And because I am dedicated mm. to the people listening to this podcast, I'm dedicated to you as my co-host. I brought the podcasting equipment with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing Kampuk Junto from the hotel room. That's what's up. Live from the hotel room live yeah my, I, I imagine that you're like downstairs in the lobby you haven't even checked in no <laughs> you're just like important. down there you're like hey, hey, knife, hey uh, just screaming at the everybody top of my lungs. every everybody just be quiet around me i'm trying to do a podcast right here okay if everybody would just be respect. quiet around me thank you thank hey, you hey, show, hey hey show some respect okay do you know who i am do you know who I am? Do you, you know follow who's on the other line? Right you know what the other line is? <laughs> Jackknife's on the other line. It's your boy, Jackknife. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. That's great. I think we got to find something special just now. I'm so glad it's Wednesday. I'm so glad that you and I can finally sit down and talk. We, You and I had a very intense week mm. last week. Yeah. 
And uh, I've taken some time. I've, I've thought about everything that you and I shared last week when we talked about Batman v Superman. Yeah, I've I've uh, I've been soaking in the feedback that we are receiving from you, the listeners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been I've been sitting with it. I've been digesting it, and I've been thinking: Am I, was I wrong? Did I have it all wrong? What'd was I wrong? No, I was definitely right. One hundred percent. Doubling down on that. One hundred percent. Tripling down. He's like, Octavius is freaking crazy. What's but wrong I'm with this guy. I'm very happy that we're back uh, at a Wednesday. Hey, happy Brown Bag Day! First happy of all, happy Brown Bag Day to you. Happy Brown Bag Day to Internet. Listen, speaking of Brown Bag Day, I'm out here. Yeah. So, regardless of whether I was traveling or not, it's still Brown Bag Day. So I yes. had to go get some comics. I had to go to two different comic book shops. To get all the comics that I wanted to get. Wait, it, it, they were missing certain comics somewhere? What would well, you do? They were still putting them out. So I went to Criminal Records, the first place, which is really, really dope. Really okay. awesome. Cool. Um, it's like a record store. They had amazing music playing, and they had a whole comic book area. They had figures. They had all kinds of stuff in there. Yeah. Um, but they were still putting the comics out. So I was only able to get like three comics. Because last week was a light week. Yeah. But this week was a hefty week. Yeah. Like I bought comics for like the next four to six books of the week this week. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about. Just based on what I picked up, I, I have a fat stack of stuff. Some things I didn't even anticipate. Like you I picked, actually up, picked a- up something new that was like random. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Wait, do you want to tell me about that now? Or are you trying to save it? Uh, we, we we can we can save it. We can okay. Save it. We All right. Can that's, see, that, that's a level of the antis- anticipation that we yeah. bring to the table. Yeah. Say, so, do we want to just spill this right now in the first couple of minutes of the podcast? No. No, no dear listener. We want to keep you around. We want to have you invested. For- want to find out what happens next? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep listening. Uh, I do think that we should get, launch right into comic book news because we, we we got some good stuff to talk about today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So first up on our list, we have Doctor Strange. Yes. You want to tell the people about that a little bit? Yeah. Have, have you seen the photo of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange? It was yeah, released I've seen a today. Few photos. Uh, there was yeah, a brand yeah. new one today. Man, he's a dead ringer for Doctor Strange. He looks so good. And he's doing the the hand drawing. He's like his fingers are all uh, Doctor Strangey. Uh, yeah. So I did not realize this, but apparently the trailer or first teaser trailer for Doctor Strange is going to hit us next week. Uh, we're going we're gonna to mm-hmm. get a glimpse of that on Tuesday, April 12th, because Jimmy Kimmel Live is going to be celebrating the upcoming release of Captain America Civil War. Right. Beginning on the April 11th, he'll have Chris Evans, Sebastian Stan, Anthony mm-hmm. Mackie, Paul Rudd. Yeah, basically, throughout the entire week, he's going to have the cast of the new Captain America movie on. And that's very exciting. And then right. on Tuesday, he will have Benedict Cumberbatch on the show. And they're going to show the teaser trailer. And I'm very excited about that. That's awesome. I'm, ex- I'm excited, too. However, comma, Adam... Uh-oh. Oh, 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 oh. If you've been listening to this show, you know where I'm going with this. This yeah, so, is the one and only trailer that I will mm. be watching for Doctor Strange. Yeah. If you have chosen well, to join me in the media blackout movement, yeah. get your popcorn ready. <laughs> that sounds dramatic. Hey, it is dramatic. <laughs> Don't blink, because this is it. 
No, but yeah, this is the only trailer that I'm going to watch, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, what if this is a teaser in the way that they would just show, I don't know, some like iconography and some creepy voiceover and stuff like that? What if they don't show any footage? Would you watch another one after that? I guess it does depend on how they do it, because if they're just kind of going to show, here's the logo, and it's like, here's his face, yeah. that's not a trailer to me. It's, you know what I mean? My expectation is it's going to be some mystical power stuff and Benedict Cumberbatch saying like, by the eye of Agamotto and something along those lines. And then they'll just show the title and that's it. Yeah. If it's like, that's kind of what I'm expecting because I feel like this movie is so far away. We see a lot of production shots. We see a lot of production shots. Like they're still doing this. So I don't think they have very much to share. This is just going to be a little like a tease, you know? Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I could. I could be. I could be very wrong about that. But I'm. I'm really, really excited. I think it's we shall awesome. see. Yes. Speaking of movies, mm-hmm. uh, Spider Man. Spider Man is getting another film. Right. We know that. We know this. Uh, we know that the new Spider Man in Captain America three in, in Captain America Civil War is Tom Holland. We we got a glimpse of. Well, okay. If you were me, not if you, you're, Octavius. If you're if you're like Adam, you got a yeah. glimpse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you got a glimpse in the Captain America Civil War trailer. And Spider-Man is getting his own film series again right. uh, by way of Sony. It's Which is a little confusing to me, if I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I I guess this is still going to be connected to the Captain America movie. The same universe. Yeah, he's going to be in the same. I think they just worked the deal out. It's just like, you know. Share parents, custody. Yeah. Parents share custody uh-huh. over your house for Thanksgiving, my house for Christmas. That uh-huh. kind of thing. Spider-Man Two Christmases. That's exactly. the name of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, they got a bunch of different like possible websites that they just bought. Oh, I see what you did there with websites. That was yeah. really, that was see very there? subtle, and I appreciated that. Something light, you know. <laughs> you know what I uh-huh. mean? I just be a little something, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, but... Um, Come on, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, they got a bunch of different websites um, that Sony just bought. So people are speculating what the yeah. name of the new... Uh, the new episode, not episode, new comic could be. Not comic. Yeah. The new movie could wow. be. Wow. You're doing great over there. Over how, there. how are you doing down in, hey, in, I'm good, in, man. in, in you know, Georgia? I'm feeling, feeling good, feeling great. Um, but some of the names, we got Spider-Man comingofagemovie.com, Spider-Man greatnessawaitsmovie.com, Spider-Man suspendedmovie.com. How do you feel about these? That's coming of age? That's it. I, I like, no. But so the, the one that I saw uh, was Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, you, what we're seeing is Sony is registering some domains. And who knows what that actually means? You know, they're yeah. probably just making decisions themselves. They want to get on top of it, get in front of it before anybody uh, is going to book this up. Makes sense. But look, if we get a reboot and it's called Spider-Man Coming of Age. No. Let it happen. Spider-Man suspended from what? That, nah, now nah, that's whack. That's so, from what? <laughs> if it's Spider-Man suspended, I will tell you this though, Adam. Yeah, I saw these names and I was like, ah, oh, come on, guys. Yeah, get it's somebody not, from Marvel Studios in here to help you out. It's not very creative. Like I'm not feeling this. Well, did, did you hear the news about the uh, the Jungle Book movie that WB is making? The uh, no. 
Okay, so there's a Jungle Book movie that is coming out like next week. All right, we know that's mm-hmm. the the Disney one. Yep. There's also a Jungle Book movie that's coming out from Warner Brothers, and that got pushed from coming out in 2017. It got pushed an entire year. It's not going to be out until 2018, and that movie is called Jungle Book Origins, and it's like wait, guys, it's from the guys. same. It's from the same people. No, this is from, uh, it'll be from WB. So the one that's coming out soon is Disney, the people who made Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And the, the one that got delayed is by WB. Uh, and it's it's called Jungle Book Origins. Origins. Like, can we, can we, it's, it's going to be a different movie altogether. You know how like every once in a while, it seems to me 15 Peter Pan movies just come out all at the same time. You ever notice that? A bunch of, yeah. 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 Just a bunch of Peter Pan movies. It's like everybody's doing Peter Pan right now. So it's 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 like that. It's the Jungle Book is getting that treatment. But mm-hmm. Origins, like yo, who names these movies? I don't know who asked for a whose idea was it to put out a Jungle Book origin movie <laughs> well, right okay. after a Jungle Book <laughs> origin movie. I don't I don't want to give you a uh I don't want to spoil anything for you, but the okay. the prequel to Mowgli, the kid showing up in Jungle Book, is just animals chilling out. Probably. Okay, so <laughs> Jungle Falling Book back. Jungle Book Origins Grabbing is just some food animals just Talking chilling to each other in English, <laughs> right? Exactly, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll follow like the the arc of Idris Elba. Idris Elba is doing the voice of uh, the tiger, so yeah. maybe in, in the origins one in the prequel, it'll be Idris Elba, the tiger, living in Baltimore, mm. you know, kicking it with, um, you know, uh, McNulty with like M- going up against with McNulty, McNulty exactly, yeah. exactly, okay. yeah, yeah, just like a just a tiger walking through. <laughs> I would watch the Wire Origins. I would, I would get down on that. Now, if they did, <laughs> if they did like Omar Origins, <laughs> Omar I, don't I, scare. I, I might be into that. Omar don't prequel. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right what else we got? That. What else we got in this news? Um, three more weeks of Suicide Squad reshooting. Yeah, so explain this to me. Yeah. So apparently, what's going on? Um, we all saw that initial Suicide Squad trailer, and honestly, it was funnier than I expected it to be. Yeah, you know, like uh-huh. I thought it was going to be kind of like dark and grim, and it was actually kind of like, oh, it seems like it's going to be like dark comedy, which so I'm really happy about. I think it, it it offers a different vibe, you know, something something a little different. Yeah. So apparently. Um, they got really, really great feedback from the trailer. So what they did was they're going back and they have about three weeks of shooting that they're going to do. Uh-huh. Um, some that's um, on set in Canada, I believe, and some that's all like green screen. Um, but they're shooting stuff to put more comedy into the movie that, because uh, they found that that was well received. So they're going to put a little more in there. That is very interesting to me. Like the idea that they were playing this for uh, select audiences and people are like, I thought it was funny, but it could be funnier. And they're like, okay, let's just add some jokes up in there. You know, they got a whole group of people whose whole job is to like take feedback and apply it and try to figure out what works best. But this is a lot of effort, you know, they, they, they got to bring everybody back into the studio and shoot more footage. They, they've got to edit more stuff. It's probably going to affect the pacing of the movie, but what they want to make sure is that they have more levity in it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, that's, that's interesting to me. I wonder if that happens more often than I realize, hmm. you know, like 
Maybe that's Probably. a thing that happens all the time. Like, you know, you look at Kanye West and Kanye West has basically walked us through every single step of the process of the life of Pablo. The life you know of Pablo. I mean? But yeah. what, hap- what happened in the past is all of that stuff would happen. It would just happen in silence. <laughs> hold up. Us. Hold up. You know Here's what I, mean? what I want. Here's what I want. Here, I want Kanye West to uh, uh, log into Twitter, start a tweet storm and say, people are loving the life of Pablo, but people want it to be funnier. So I'm bringing it back into the studio and I'm, I'm just adding some more sketches and some more, you know, just some more jokes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get more jokes up in this. That's what you want more. You want more jokes from Pablo. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I added 15 more tracks. And most of them are prank calls. Right. Exactly. I mean, people are going to, you're going to love it. You're going to yeah. love it. Me, me prank calling Jay Z, you know, <laughs> prank calling Raekwon the chef. You know I mean? Uh huh. Uh huh. Like, yeah. I, w- I would, I would actually sink into that. I'm fine with this. You're cool with that. You're cool with them prank calling like Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, that especially I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm fine with Kanye West doing anything he wants to the life of Pablo. I've I'm enjoying watching this album change and evolve, and it, yeah. it, it's like an organism now. It's like a creature. Truth of the matter and is, it's probably going to be love close, it. It's probably going to be closer to what it's going to look like moving forward as people are creative. It's not going to be this. I make my stuff in a cave, and then I just. Boom, here it is. Like, that's what Snapchat is. Like, this is what people want. They want to consume the journey, you know? Yeah. They want that kind of content. And that people who do that effectively actually result in really good transactions and people buying in because they're buying into the story and they're buying into you. It's not just, here, buy this thing. So I think, I don't know, but the thing is, like we talked about before, I don't know if it's because Kanye's a genius or because mm-hmm. Kanye is a crazy person. Oh, name one genius who ain't crazy. Hey, you know what? Uh, good point. Yeah. Good point. So, I'm, look, I'm, I'm, I'm behind uh, Suicide Squad doing what they're doing, but it does make me wonder, you know, how much of this is a thing that takes place uh, often. Yeah, maybe this is a situation where Will Smith is saying, I have a lot of great jokes that I want to put in the Suicide Squad. Can we, right. can we refilm? Got a lot of stuff that I was going to use for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that I didn't use, <laughs> you know, and some stuff that I don't really feel like it's going to fit with Bad Boys 3. So uh-huh. I want to go ahead and put that stuff into, uh, you know, Suicide Squad. <laughs> I want to see Suicide Squad and he's screaming at Uncle Phil. I'm mean, like, right. what? They they went back to the studio for this? Yeah. Like, Carlton's not even in this movie. Will Smith, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's going to work. I'm telling you, it's going to work. Will, no, it, it's uh, not going to work. It's not going to work You got to trust, like, trust the you, process. You got to trust the process. Trust me. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> All right, hey, man. So uh, are you excited for new Star Wars? New Star Wars? Oh, today, by the way, is Poe Dameron Day. Yes. Happy Poe Dameron Day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because Poe Dameron number one comes out, Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not the only Star Wars news that we have today. I, I, are you excited for extended universe Star Wars stuff? Like, where Absolutely. are you at with this? Absolutely. Because, like, yeah. um, this is where I'm really into Star Wars actively as it's going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have my opinions mm-hmm. about Star Wars looking back, you know, but Star Wars moving yeah. forward, I'm very excited about. Yeah, same here. And I, I'm extremely excited about Rogue One, the upcoming Star Wars movie that is not in the the, the sequence, the series as we know it. It's going to be the first Star Wars motion picture that is outside of the like conventional episode one, two, three, et cetera, right, et cetera. Right. 
really excited about this one. Uh, this one is a little bit of a prequel too, because this is about the, the group that plans to destroy the, what is it? They did to destroy the the death star, Mm -hmm. I believe. And, uh, Two very exciting things. Lucasfilm released a, a a photo of a new kind of stormtrooper, which looks very dope. And uh, I guess this one is maybe being called the Death Trooper. And the Death uh, yeah. Trooper would would theoretically, if this is true, they'd basically be the like uh, special ops, elite special force stormtrooper. Like, like the wet this. works kind of guy. Yeah. Like the, the, star, the stormtrooper ninjas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like the, it was described as you know uh, somebody somebody needs to be taken out. These are the stormtroopers that go and do mm. the job. I like that this. is very cool. I'm like very excited this. about that. And then I I have my mind blown a little bit when I found out that we're getting a teaser for Rogue One tomorrow, April seven, Thursday, April seven. At some point in time during mm-hmm. Good Morning America, okay. uh, you have to endure Good Morning America in order to catch this live. Or you but just wait and just gonna get on the internet. It'll be on the internet, I'm sure, very early in a in matter the of moments afterwards. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm excited to see what they're gonna do. Same, same. It's uh, it's all the good ingredients. It's all the stuff I like, but I, I can't wait to see something different, something that we haven't seen before. That's that's a good thing. It's a good good thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Into comic book news. Yeah. Um. There's a new Punisher comic that's coming out. Oh yes. And I, you know, of course, watched Daredevil season two. I still have one and a half episodes left. I just haven't finished. Wow, that Octavius, you you are spending. You're just taking your time. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think it's just a lot of stuff going on, and I'm trying to like balance different things. Let but, me ask you a loaded question. All right. Uh, is, is it, you think that you're not as excited to watch this as you were for the first season? Actually, I like this season more than the, the first season. Oh, um, okay. Okay. I think cool. it's just like timing, you know, I got you. like, so for example, I don't want to watch everything at any given moment. So late at night, I often want to watch things that are funny Things that are going to make me smile and laugh or yeah, you don't some, need gritty like carnage and stuff late at night. Yeah. Or things that I'm not really, really like intently watching. I'm kind uh-huh. of like aware of. So like I can make some food and I can, you know, talk to my wife or I can kind of like look up something on the internet. You know what I mean? Like something like family. Yeah, Guy, I hear you. The, the, the enjoyment that you get from it or something like workaholics or something like broad city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be staring and hanging on every word, but daredevil, you can't take your eyes off the screen. You know what I mean? Yes. Because yeah. you'll miss something. So I think it's been that. I think it's like when I actually get home to sit down and watch something, I don't feel like doing that much work for the you know entertainment that i want but i'm bringing that up to say punisher mm-hmm. is fantastic in it yeah and it made me say yo i want to read some more punisher so yeah. when i found out that there was another punisher run coming out i'm like sign me up yes i'm already excited yeah and this is uh when is this coming out it's coming out in may i think yes yep uh yeah punisher new number one becky clunan is is writing it becky clunan is working on Gotham Academy right now for mm-hmm. DC. Mm-hmm. She's an excellent uh, writer. And this is the big news for me. It's Steve Dillon. The artist on this book is Steve Dillon. And Steve Dillon is best known for a lot of classic 
Punisher that he did with uh, Garth Annis. Yeah. Uh, he did uh, the Punisher Warzone, which is nuts. It's so good. That's and, what I want uh, to he also, Warzone. Punisher Warzone is so cool. It, it, hell, the, I thought Punisher Warzone, the movie, was exactly what I wanted. I still need a to Punisher see that. Movie. You and I need to sit down and watch that movie. You are going to... Your, your, your head's going to fly off of your shoulders, man. It's right, that movie is so let's not get crazy. Here, no, Adam. no, I'm talking like, like wanna, this movie is experience. <laughs> no, no, it'll, I mean, it'll like pop off like a, uh, like a rock'em sock'em robot. But then, you, oh yeah, you know, you way, way better. On, so like, like my neck is, my neck is going to like elongate, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. What the the movie itself, Punisher Warzone, is like wall to wall Mortal Kombat style fatalities, and it is so over the top and so aware of itself and so like tongue in cheek. I loved that movie. It was crazy. It was crazy. So I'm, the comic is cool too. Uh, Steve Dillon did. Um, he worked on Hellblazer, Preacher. He worked on Preacher. Mm-hmm. So he's he's a legend as far as the character goes, and it's exciting to see him come back for this. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Me too, man. Me too. I'm, I've been reading through Frankencastle, uh, speaking of Punisher, mm-hmm. and I'm really enjoying Frankencastle. Frankencastle is, is a whole nother league of crazy from Rick Remender and Tony Moore, and I, I enjoy the hell out of that. Man-Thing. A lot of man thing, gratuitous of man thing. Of course. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it's nothing to do with Punisher with you. It's about man thing. Uh, is Punisher even in that comic? I didn't notice. See, that's what I'm talking Honestly. about. Honestly, that's exactly. You got man thing issues. There's some issues that have man thing in them. Then I read like six issues. And I'm like, man, there are no characters in this whatsoever. <laughs> and then man thing comes up again. Oh, this yeah. thing's amazing. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, total aside, this is completely unrelated, but, um, I, I know every once in a while you and I will talk about gaming, video games, stuff that's mm-hmm. coming out, stuff that Still we're part of geek now. culture. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Part of geek culture. And I am reminded of a game that I, I really, really loved on the PlayStation. Uh, this is one of my favorite games ever. Now I'm is, not the is it really? Gamer. Yes. This is not, I'm not the biggest gamer. Like I'm not, like I, I like video games, uh-huh. but I'm not into games the way I'm into other things. But if we're gonna talk about a game that I was into, like I love these games, like this series of games, God of War, yeah, yeah, dude, Kratos, the story of Kratos and God of War. They, I, I, I loved the lore mm-hmm. in that game. I love those kinds of games. Like, those, yeah. like there's puzzles, there's fighting, there's level ups. There's this kind of like open world kind of, and you have yeah. to find that you have to climb and you have to actually like travel through yeah. the world. Like you have to walk. It feels like you're actually trekking across this and that doing oh. this and that. And the cut, and the cut scenes yeah. where hit this button and this happens and hit that button and that happens. Love all of that. The the scale and the scope of this game, the boss fights in this game, mm. the way the camera works, it was very much like a movie. You know, sometimes yes. it zoom out, show you how tiny you are compared to everything else. Uh, yeah. All of this is to say God of War 4 apparently is in the works. Mm. And what is it? You, you mentioned uh, you, you potentially take Kratos through all of Thor's nine, nine realms. Yeah. Realms. Yeah. Like there's some artwork that's, that's floating around out there and it's just like potentially Thor could be, you know, going up against the God of thunder, you know, 
could be going yeah. up against Odin's son and Odin and Loki, possibly. This is all rumors. We don't know, but it's just based off the artwork. Um, it seems like that could be the direction we're going in. And with the like the new tech that they've got with PlayStation 4. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Do you I'm think ready. it's gonna be you think it's gonna be Chris Helmsworth? It's gonna be no. God of War versus Chris Hemsworth? Nah. They're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna use that character. I mean, I'm just saying. It, it might just maybe he'll just show up, you know. Who'd he'll, win he'll, a fight? Who would win in a fight? Kratos or, you know, Chris Helmsworth Marvel Studios store? Oh, easy. Martha. Martha enters into Martha this <laughs> as she enters in this battle. You didn't even see this coming. It's uh, his mother. It's his mother's name. <laughs> Kratos. Oh, okay. okay. Kratos okay. is fighting Thor. Uh, and Thor is just like, Kratos, you, just you gotta well, stop smashing now, now my see, head. Now it makes sense. You know? You should have <laughs> just said that when, when when I walked up in here. I got my blades out. You know what I mean? I'm swinging stuff around. Why are you just tell me that was your mother's name? I know your mom. We grew up together. I know her. Okay. How yeah. you been? Yeah. How's your mom? I'm, I'm, you, I'm, your mom doing I good? I want this. <laughs> I want this. You know what? This is you what want, I want to see in a God of War. You want, you want Kratos go, how your mom been? Yes. Yes. I, this is what I want in God of War for. I want God of War. I want Kratos to start making friends. You know? I'm you know, I'm sick and tired <laughs> of him. God of War, Kratos makes friends. <laughs> God of War for suspended. God of War for coming of age. And it's a prequel. Oh. And he's just gosh. like, you know, he's grown up. And he's just hanging with his buddies. They're they, did they, it. they're 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 playing pogs. They he yeah. had pogs back Slammers. then. Yeah. He uses uh-huh. his swords as a slammer, though. Instead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why don't yeah. they just start cutting us checks? I don't understand. Like, why, why are we not bigger? I don't know. Okay? With these amazing ideas that we have, I mean, you know, the guys at PlayStation, we know you're listening. Yeah. You yeah. Know, Marvel this is... Studios, Disney, we know you're listening. Thank you for listening. Thank yeah. you for the five stars and a positive review. But, like, take action, you know? That's a, it's a really good point. Take take. <laughs> Take action equals pay us. Come on, that's right. Yeah, come on. I don't know. It, it, look I mean, at the, at this point in time, all we can do is uh, hypothesize what God of War four is going to be all about, and that's plenty of fun. I'm I'm very excited to get back into that world. Very excited. But do you have a PlayStation four? Is my nope. Point. So that's a problem. I I don't have that. Mm. Yeah, I don't have that. And guess what? We'll have to see how that's going to go down. I got that John that everybody's playing. I got that Wii U. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's playing the Wii U, but I yeah. do have that. Okay. Well, good for you, man. Way to go. <laughs> hey, look, I'm just looking for support and validation. Thank you very okay. much. You know what? Somebody's out there who's going to do it for you. Somebody on the internet will support you and validate you. I don't know that I can be that person. In the <laughs> hey, look, that's fine. You you are a, you're a support system, and uh, you can't give it. You can't give it all. You know, you can't you can't be right. everything. I can't so. be everything for everybody. You know, I know. I appreciate that. I can only do what I can do. You know, I try to keep it into my realm of. Experience. You know, I think that's actually a really wonderful segue. Not everything for everybody. Uh, Let's yeah. talk about something that's not everything to everybody. Let's talk about yeah. the uh, Walking Dead season six finale. Now, listen, internet, if you haven't seen this yet, spoilers. Are you are you capable of talking about it in a way that does not spoil it? I'm just I'm doing the the 
I'm doing the duty of saying, hey, listen, we're about yeah. to talk about Walking Dead because okay. spoilers is relative. Mm-hmm. You know, to some people, if you say season finale, they're running out the door. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they don't want to know anything. Right. I understand. So, I understand. You know, if you haven't read up to date in The Walking Dead, like, just this is probably not the conversation you want to talk about. Fast forward like 30 seconds, hit the little 15 second John on your mm-hmm. iTunes podcast app a couple times and move past this. Or go read 100 uh, issues of The Walking Dead and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that, that'll get you right about where we are in the TV show. Right. Or just like watch yeah. six seasons of The Walking Dead real quick and then come back. No, either, nope. either way. Okay, so you watch the finale. Yes. Do, you, do how you how do you feel? Are, are you are you happy about it? Are you excited I for season seven? Feel like I get what you did. Uh, I don't like what you did. Okay, you know it was kind of like okay. Again, we said spoilers. Mm-hmm. We meet Negan. Yes, fantastic. You know, like great monologue, great introduction. We meet Lucille. We meet the saviors. You know, we really see Rick shook, shook. Like we see everybody because, I mean, Rick has been built up at this point to be this guy who is like, there's nothing I can't do. And there's nothing I haven't done. Yeah. You know, I mean, I actually am the tough guy and I actually am the dude who you don't want to mess with. You want to get tough? Well, I can get tougher. You want to get violent? I can get more violent. You want to get smart? I'm smarter. Strategy? I can out strategize you. And he really starting to believe his own hype until his world comes crashing down. Yeah. Crashing down. And you see the episode slowly reveal over an hour and 30 minutes that, wait a minute, I don't have this under control. Oh my gosh. I don't, oh my gosh. Wait a minute. I'm totally out matched here at this moment. Like yeah. I'm, I lose in this situation. Mm-hmm. Great job. Great job building suspense. You know, great job coming to this point, like this payoff, the end of the season, just to go next season. Yeah. That's so and here's I was like, here's what I'm on, here's what I'm catching from reactions on, online. Because I, I didn't I had did not watch season six, so I, I did not watch the finale. Although my understanding is I could I, I've been told I could watch the finale and as uh, someone who read the comic book, yeah. I could appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Um I which I would like to do. So my understanding is they build up, build up, build up, build up, and right at the point in time where they have a major, major, major death. They yeah don't show you who it happened to. That's right. So the notion is someone died and we're not going to tell you until season seven comes out, which is what? Is that a year away? Is that six months? Uh, I hope it's going to be around October. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Now, now internet, I'm totally pulling out of the sky because I went to Comic-Con last year in New York city Comic-Con and they had a lot of walking dead stuff. They had the season season one uh, episode one premiere and all that kind of stuff. So I'm assuming October is usually when they put the episodes out. It'll be a great time. You know, I'm guessing I'm trying to understand the impetus, the motivation for not sharing that information with the audience. Like we, we want people to have strong reactions to the events that just took place. And we want to put them in a place where they think, Oh my God, now what? 
right? So I'm trying to understand the motivation of the director, the writers, the the team that makes this television show to say, we're not even going to share it with you. We're not even going to show you what just went down. Yeah. Does that, you know, it strikes me as odd. Yeah. I, you know what, you know what it strikes me as? It strikes me as, I want to assume positive intent, but I'm just going to say what I think. It strikes me as a grab. It strikes me as a gimmick. It strikes me as a, we're not going to give you what you want. We're going to string you along for a little bit more, another season. And it's kind of like, you got me. You had me for the season. Like, just reward me. I've been here for six seasons. I've watched all yeah. these episodes. I just sat here for an hour and 30 minutes. Give me yeah. the payoff just to go, we'll see you in six months. Well, all that's right. a really funny thing. You saying, I, I reward me, give me the payoff. Even the reward that you wanted isn't necessarily pleasant, right? Now, obviously, what's taking place here is a character that somewhat people like, mm-hmm. a, character, a character that people well, we're like. We're assuming somebody. Yeah, we're assuming, and I, I feel as though it's a safe assumption that someone who is dear to the audience has been killed, mm-hmm. but we don't know who. So, like right. the the idea that we would be jonesing for that knowledge, even in that, it's kind of sadistic, you know. Like I earned this. I need to know. Well, it's storytelling. Like you want the end of the story. Like I hate. Like yeah. I'm gonna tell you, I really don't like movies that don't finish the story. I, I that, like you. You want to talk about something that makes me mad? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I invest an hour, an hour and a half, or two hours, or days, or years of my... But that's how I feel about The Matrix. I invested years of my life yeah. into this franchise for you to go the end and yeah. go, well, what happened? Well, you know, we're going to leave it up to you. What? No! No, you don't leave it up to me. You tell me what the heck happened. Been here for 10 years. <laughs> Give me the answer. Like, that's what made me mad about, um, what did we read? The Wake. Back, oh, you know, oh, man. Like, you have, a, you have a, a page at the end of the book that goes, blah, 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 blah. Like, an a, a information dump. It's yes. like, no. That, uh, in fairness, The Wake, and, and let's just get this out of the way. Uh, the Wake was a really excellent comic series until the end when suddenly... Total cop out. What just happened here? We, we, I was having a great time with that, Ock. And then that last issue was like, uh, here's all the stuff I didn't have the time to fit into all the other issues, and it's over. I felt like that could have been like anywhere between two to four more issues. Yeah. And it's like, remember when Marvel was doing Secret Wars and they announced that they needed to release additional issues? Well, we need to finish the story. Thank God they did that. Otherwise, what would we be working with, you know? But the reason why the Walking Dead situation kind of gives me a little more of a tweak is it feels like a strategy to tie me back in to the next season. Mm-hmm. I feel manipulated. That's what I don't like. Yeah. I don't like the fact that you're you're like, if we do this, then they'll do that. That's yeah. that's how it makes me feel. Now, I don't know if that's the intention, but that's how it makes me feel. Sure. You know what I'm saying? It makes me feel like, well, we want these people to come back for the next season. How can we ensure that they come back? Don't give them what they're jodzing for. Yeah. Because then they'll have to come back. It's like, I'm going to give you a car 
but you can't have the keys. Yeah. In order to get the keys, now you got to do this. It's like, well, I already paid for the car, so don't I deserve the you keys? You know, an- another part of me wonders if maybe they they, they kind of chicken out a little bit, that they, they know they were going to take away a character that people love, and they thought, if we take this character out, then what if people decide that they're not going to come back? Because right. like, now I'm missing whomever. You know, ah, I can't believe they did that. I'm not going to come back for the next season. All right, so part of me wonders, was that yeah, a contributing yeah. factor? Poss- I could see that. I could see all those things being a factor. And that's why I say, for business sense, for the business side of it, as businessmen and women and business professionals and in the business of selling ads and the business of doing TV, business, 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 business. Right. Oh, great decision. Whoever's right. idea that was, you killed it. Give that person a raise. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a good move. Because right. you give them a finale, but you don't give them a finale. So you give them a, you give them an answer, but you don't give them all the answer. Okay, let's want to find out what happens next. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's exactly what that is. Let's let's honor their business savvy then and talk about what they want us to talk about, which would be predictions for Walking Dead season seven. Yes. Because where are we left other than, you know, thinking about what, what comes next? Right. So what, what what we're reading online is that season seven in some way, shape or form is going to be from the stories that are going to be told from the perspective of Negan, mm. which that does interest me. Of course. That interests me because it's like, okay, because the one thing I was wondering, because I've read the comics and I kind of know where the comics go. Like I bought the newest issue today Mm -hmm. and knowing where the comics go, I'm kind of like, are they about to do this? Like, how are they going to do that? You know, like, how are you going to make that for television? Because Mm -hmm. the comics take a turn. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some different things that are going on. And I wonder if the the show is going to keep going down that line or are they going to do something different? So when they say, yeah, we're going to tell stories from the perspective of this guy and the perspective of the saviors, I'm like, ooh, yeah, okay, because I'm interested in seeing how did this guy get this way? What's this guy's motivation? Why is he acting the way he's acting? How does that play into... You know, because my my theory is we're all bad guys. Again, like I said Mm -hmm. many times on the show, and everyone from their perspective thinks they're the good guy. No one does what they do. Not no one, but very few people do what they do because they think it's wrong. You know what I mean? They're doing what they do because they think and they've justified in their mind somehow this is the best course of action. This makes sense. Yeah, you know. So, So I'm interested. I uh, I read a rumor that we potentially will see Ezekiel in season seven. Ezekiel, uh, King Ezekiel, the guy who runs the 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 kingdom in Walking Dead. Yeah, and I also heard that we could potentially see Ezekiel's tiger Shiva. Oh, how I, are they going to do that? I don't know how they're going to do that. Voiced by Idris Elba. <laughs> he'd be like man why you keep calling me shiva (laughs) that'd be very good that'd be very good not 
not Shiva. <laughs> okay. I would, uh, I would, I would, I would see that. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in seeing, I, I would be interested in seeing Ezekiel and Shiva because that, that gave me a little, a little excitement in the walking dead comics that I was pining for, mm-hmm. you know, walking dead goes through these phases where it's just kind of like, uh, oh, hum. everybody's just kind of surviving. You know, we're yeah, a little yeah. miserable. We, we have those kind of dry spells and Ezekiel and Shiva show up on the scene as this like, interesting looking dude with uh white dreadlocks and feathers in his hair and he's got like a wand staff and he has a tiger like that was that was a much needed excitement so if they put that in season seven i I would want to see how they do things like that how they manage that yeah love that i'd be in that's it for the news that's it yeah um so i got short time today adam Mm -hmm. short time i'm thinking we should dive Right into the book of the week. Let's do. And then, you know, we can pick it up with a more regular length show next week. You want to remind our audience what the book of the week is this week. Okay. Book of the week this week is Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Number one. From, uh, your boy, from your boy, Anahisi Coates. That's not his name. <laughs> According to Marvel's, pub, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel's marketing materials, it is. Uh-huh. But there's grace for you, Marvel. Yes. There's grace. Hopefully that person get, had an opportunity to come back and do better next time. Uh, but yeah, man. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh Nehisi Coates, Brian Stelfreeze, Lauren Martin, Black Panther number one. Oh, my Lord. Is it a sight, too? It's beautiful. Mm-mm. Let's let's just get uh, right into it. How do you it. feel? Yeah. Have, give, me, give me your gut reaction. We've both been very excited about this for a very long time. So tell me how you're feeling. Gut reaction. I loved it. Yeah, it, it it actually was more dense than I expected it to be. Yes, yes, yeah, that's a good dense, word. Dense is the word for me. It's like wow, there's 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 a lot happening here. Yeah, but I, I'm 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 in. Like it did it does what a first issue is supposed to do. It sets the scene, sets the tone, introduces you to characters, and presents the problem. Presents like. The who are it, it? What I always ask: Who are you, and why do I care? Yeah, and they did that. Did it well. Yeah, what do you think? I I think I think I, I couldn't possibly agree with you more. I I I loved it. I I was surprised by the density of it, of the storytelling, of the the amount of characters that are introduced, but introduced in a way that didn't confuse me. I did not have a difficult time staying on track with this book, even though a lot is taking place at one time. I'm I'm impressed that they were able to release this. Mm. without it being confusing to figure out the history of Black Panther, mm-hmm. the recent history of Black Panther, and the current conundrum that T'Challa is dealing with. As far as introducing the character, they did a, a damn fine job of showing that he is worth something, but now that's something that is being called into question. Yeah. They're showing that he is torn between a lot of different worlds, and I think that's one of the most special aspects of this character's narrative of figuring out who he is the king to even his relationship to himself. And I was, yeah, I was just struck by every aspect of this. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. It reads well. It's smart. Ta-Nehisi Coates is knocking it out of the park as far as his first comic book goes. Yeah. And also the artwork is wow it the blacks yeah like the way they use black 
in this, like the heavy line weight of stuff. Yeah. Like it's chunky, but uh, I don't even, I don't have the terminology. Like I don't have the artistic terminology to explain what I'm saying, but when you open up the book, it's beautiful is yeah. what I'm trying to tell you. You know there, what I mean? There's so much nuance in the artwork as well, just like you described, just with the, the, the blacks, the shading, the, the dark colors. And when, when we are dealing with the characters in this book, we're not shying away one bit from their blackness and like in on a very visceral look at yeah. them, look at the way that they're illustrated level. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that sounds, that stands for something that's profound. And uh, also the nuance in relationships, you know, the, the, the relationship between T'Challa, a lot of relationship. There's a, a lot. lot of like, you can tell that there's a lot of history there's a lot of heritage. Yeah. There's a lot of like what it is versus what it should be. Yes. Yes. And I like that. The young, the young bulls perspective versus the old heads perspective. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like responsibility versus what do you think is right? You know, like, yeah. and it seems like T'Challa is torn between like, I'm the king. I'm supposed to be this way and things are supposed to be this way. But they actually are this way. Yeah. So how do I, like, respect what I'm supposed to do and the heritage that's been passed down to me, but at the same time address the odd mess that's going on here? It's, man, it's a lot. I don't even know where to, like, how to even talk about it. I, you know, I, I feel very, I feel very fortunate to be introduced to the world. Like, I am familiar with Wakanda. And I'm familiar with Wakanda in the way that I, I can say Adam is familiar with Japan. I'm like, okay, I know, I know it's a I get, thing. I get it's you. a place. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Right. And then I spend time in the world. I'm like, wow, it is so much more than I, I knew. It's so much more than I thought I knew that it's, it's so multidimensional. The characters are interesting. The relationships are interesting. Something I was struck by that is, is pretty small. Like, uh, it, it's on a very, very small level in terms of a comic book, uh, first of all, but I was struck by this is the explanation of, of T'Challa's mom. Which I, I think is explained that mm -hmm. uh, Ramonda is her name. It's his stepmom, which was his father's second wife, but yeah. his father has passed away now. Yeah. And they still have love for one another as if they were blood, as if they were like, born into family. And that that little detail, just that tiny little nuanced thing seems simple enough, seems easy enough to just blaze past. But what it says to me, Octavius is... Ta-Nehisi Coates is writing this story and acknowledging, I do not believe the reader is an idiot. Mm -hmm. I think you can keep up with this. Yeah. And I think this is worthy of telling. These nuanced relationships, these interesting, complicated attachments to one another are worthy of your attention, even if they're not plain or straightforward. Right, right. That's the kind of thing that I, I don't think I would pick up on in other comics, but it, it seemed really significant to me for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, what do you where do you where do you think we're going with this comic? Where are we going? So the the title of this plot arc is A Nation Under Our Feet. Mm -hmm. This is A Nation Under Our Feet Part One. And I am interested in that. I feel like there are a lot of clues as to where we're going inside of that name itself. And I'm curious what 
what that means in terms of who is our, a nation under our feet. Because we're talking about more than just T'Challa, more than just the Black Panther. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're looking at an entire nation of people who are split up, of people who belong to the same world, but they all have incredibly differing philosophies and ideas yeah. of their trajectory of, of who they owe, of who, who, what is owed to them, what they right. deserve, right. where they belong. I mean, that is, that's really interesting to me. That seemed, that's that density that mm -hmm. you talked about mm -hmm. that, uh, I, I think we're going to explore that a little bit. We're introduced to, to Chalo. We're introduced to the woman who was kind of like taking over people's minds and turning them against T'Challa. Yeah. With we're, like the green mist or green trail of whatever she had behind her. Yeah. We're introduced to, what is it? Uh, Ayo and Aniku, I think is the, the, the name of the, the prisoner and the woman who busts her out. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have a lot of people that we are spending time with in this first issue. And I'm excited about that because it means that we're going to see the Black Panther in the way that he is related to these people. Yeah. He is more than just one hero. He is an entire nation and he's trying to figure out how that works and what that means. Yeah. Well, I love that. That is so fresh. And where, and where, and where does his sister come in? On all this. Oh, Shuri. Like last, when we see her at the very end. Yeah, like he's trying to resurrect his sister who's passed away. Like, I, and, and again, it's given me enough information to make me care. But at the same time, there's enough payoff that goes, I'm having fun. But yeah, I still need to come, come back for the next issue to see what's going on. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm in. I'm in. Very excited. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? I got to bring this up too. This, this is this is definitely notable to me. the The title page, that splash page, black and white, yes. a nation under our feet. Yes, I, I spent. I, I honestly spent like four minutes just looking at this page. It's astounding, and it's just the title page. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, the The level of thoughtfulness in this book is very impressive to me. Ta-Nehisi Coates blew it up. Brian Selfries blew it up. I, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Absolutely. I, I think it's incredible. It was well worth the wait, huh? Yeah, man. And it's also a pretty thick book, it feel, feels like, as well. It yeah. like I was turning and turning and turning pages for a while. Which, yeah. So it's good. It's good. It's also, you know, it's $4.99. So I'm, 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 getting, I'm getting my money's worth as far as that goes. Yeah. Yo, and can we talk about the fact that... Uh, uh, Black Panther has some powers now. Uh, I don't know if you, did you spend any time with the behind the scenes with yeah, Brian Selfries? Yeah, I read some of that stuff online before. So I thought the the beaded bracelet was a cool, like an amazing idea. Yes. You're born, you get this beaded bracelet and different beads do different things and explaining yes. the Wakandan technology. Let me just say something. Mm. It, I know this is not real. I know it's not real, but in a in a very interesting way, it made me proud to be black. I, uh -huh. Like it made me like seeing these black people depicted in this story with this advanced technology and with like when I read they have the most advanced technology in the world yeah. and they're black. That made me go, yeah, yeah. Like I, I was <laughs> inside. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like that's the, the, we're the number one in the world. And I like, you know, I'm connected to that in a very unique, special way. Yeah. Like something like 
we have these beads and like using something like that you might see that's traditionally associated with people of color, like beaded jewelry and stuff like that. But connecting that heritage of that beaded jewelry and also connecting it to something that's advanced beyond anybody else and making technology out of it. But it's also a form of style and you add the different beads and different beads mean different things. I'm like, I want one of those. I want that to be real. And if it's not real, I just want something that looks like that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I I totally understand that. And it's, I think this book succeeds in doing something that I imagine Black Panther has been doing for a long time as a character and as a story. But this, this happens to crystallize it for me and introduce it to me in a way that is major. It, it, it takes ideas that you have about the world that you and I live in, Octavius, and it is completely flipped on its head and says, this, this is how it is in the Marvel universe. This is Wakanda. These are Wakandan people. These are black people. These are the most advanced people on the globe. And this is it. D- deal with it. This is us. Yeah. Like even you're talking about like, you know, you think about the world and oil and all that kind of stuff. You go, no, these people, these people of color, these black people are sitting on vibranium. Yeah. One of the most sought after resources in the world. And they're rich. Not Mm -hmm. only are they the smartest, the most advanced, they're some of the richest people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But at the same time now, at the same time, they're showing in that same breath. It's like, They've never been conquered. Like, I love to read never been conquered. Like, all of these things, like, when I read it, I didn't expect it to, like, hit me like that. But I was like, never been conquered. Black people. Most advanced technology. Black people. Wealthy. Black people. Like, amazing. Like, like black people are, because being black, you often don't feel like that. Yeah. You don't feel like we're the best and people are lifting us up, looking up to us going, how do you guys do that? Can you can we have some of what you have? Even hearing unconquered, when you think of black people, what's one of the first things you think about the heritage? Conquered, slavery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like there's a real piece of me uh-huh. that that touched me that that was like I want to be a descendant of Wakanda. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, absolutely. I want to be a descendant of an unconquered people. You know what I mean? And again, it it is, it's oddly emotional. It's oddly emotional because it's not something I expected. I'm reading a comic book. I'm I'm reading comics, but you want this fantasy to be true that there's this group of people who embrace their heritage, that, that love it, that don't run from it. But at the same time, you're still wrestling and dealing with the never been conquered, but we had this bad thing happen to us. We had this bad right. thing happen to us. And we had this bad it's, thing it's happen to stages, us. It stages this strife for T'Challa so well mm-hmm. to say he is the king, the descendant king of a, in, a nation that has never been conquered. However, However. under his reign and, and his, uh, under his reign and his absence when he was doing things of utmost importance and mm. he needed to be elsewhere. Yeah. The the flood that killed so many people in Wakanda, the uh, the entire thing that happened with Doctor Doom, where he takes over the invasion yeah. with Thanos, uh, in the Hickman sister, run, sister dies. Yeah, his sister dies. His you know his his blood. The people the people who were protecting his land for him, mm-hmm. and it it 
I can't help but be transported into the mind of a person who feels like he failed his country and now he's trying yeah. to figure out how he gets back. Yeah. That is that that turmoil is so tangible. That is so real. I I was transported to a completely different world. I want to stay in Wakanda and find out what happens next. I'm really blown away by this book. Yeah. Another thing that comes to mind and this is this is a different kind of, you know, I might be reading into this, but at the end of the day, I think what's fun about this podcast mm. and what's fun about the talks we've been having for years is there are no rules. What resonates with you resonates yeah. with you because what's in you is what's coming out. As a black mm. man, one of the things that you, you, you wrestle with and you deal with is like you see that people of color maybe live a certain kind of way. And you feel mm. like this responsibility to the hood, maybe, right? But if you make it, nobody wants to live in the hood. You leave. You get the heck out of there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people from the hood will go, oh, you done left us now? You better than us? Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't forgot where you came from? You that's, know? A motif, that's a motif we explored a lot in To Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar. Right. Yeah. So when I see this and I see I'm out here doing good, I'm out here with the Avengers. I'm out here saving the world. But yeah, back here in the hood, look what's going on since you left. And it's like, yeah. that's I, I don't know if that's intentional, but I see it. I see it. Like, right. look, look what's going on with Wakanda. Now, I get that you're out there getting money. I get that you're out there doing well. You're out there, you know, selling records or making money and getting your degree or playing sports or raising your family and move to the suburbs and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And, you know, you're out there with the Avengers. I get it. But look what's happening here, though. Since yeah. you left, it's gotten worse. And now you come back. Don't nobody want to hear nothing from you, college boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a real, that's a real, like, thing that goes down. Again, I don't know if it's intentional. I don't know if that's what Tanahasi is doing. But I see a parallel there to come back and go, well, I'm the king of Wakanda. Psh, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, sure. Sure, you're the yeah. king. Where, you, where were you when Thanos was here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So, and now you got, you, you have groups of people in Wakanda who are saying, you know what? Actually, I'm done with the whole ancestor thing. Yeah, I'm not going to bow this. down to this anymore. Um, and it's, that is so interesting to see how a rift is created. There's a lot of history and a lot of presence and a lot of future that gets deposited into my world as the reader in such a short amount of time that as far as I'm concerned, that is the mark of excellent storytelling. I got transported to a completely different world and I understand how that has uh, touch points with the world that I live in. That's whew. I I feel like I went on a journey just even talking about it. Like I feel like I went on a journey. I got a little more worked up than I expected to. Like, honestly, internet and Adam, I was like, Oh yeah, let's shut the show down. But then when I started thinking and talking, I was like, man, like I'm really moved by this. You know, I'm really, really moved by this. So shout out to Ta-Nehisi Coates, you know, who knows if you'll ever really hear this. we always talk about, we know you're listening. We know you're listening, you know, and shout out to Brian Stillfreeze, but, this this book touched me, you know, like it made me yeah. proud to be black. And I don't know if that was your intention, but that was the result. You know, it, it and it made me, you know, almost I was almost like encouraged and convicted to like create something that mm-hmm. the you know, the people coming behind me can go. I come from that lineage. I'm from 
or mm-hmm. Wakanda. You know what I mean? Or like my last name is Newman. You know what I mean? Like we we made a thing, and to be to be a part of that and come from that is really really special. So shout out to y'all. Look what you guys are doing with your creativity out there. It's excellent. I, I like to think that is what the point of this is, right? I, I like to think that Tanahisi Coates would be able to listen to your words, to your reaction, and think, uh, you know, I did a good job. That that was the point. Uh, that's great. It's great. Buy this and book. And Buy this book. And T'Challa made me want to get in the gym and get husky. You know what I'm saying? Flexing on the front. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my cut, God. Cut back on the carbohydrates. You know what I'm saying? Get lean out here. All right. Um, let's talk about our pool list and let's get out of here. Cause I got 10% uh, left on the battery. Yeah. Okay. So I picked up black widow, which I can't wait for us to talk about that as well. Mark Wade, Samney, black widow. Number two, I picked up old man, Logan. Number four, I picked up Poe Dameron. I'm excited to talk about that. Poe Dameron one picked up the vision. Number six, the vision is my favorite book being done by Marvel still. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I picked up a brand new one called The Fix from Nick Spencer. Uh, Nick Spencer is writing Captain America, Sam Wilson, Captain America. He's also, he, he wrote the superior foes of Spider-Man. Do you remember that one? Yes, I do. Yeah. Superior foes was awesome. And this is uh, Nick Spencer's book for image, which looks a little similar to superior foes. I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. What'd you pick up? So, you know how I said I picked up something new today? Yes. Yeah, I picked yeah. up The Fix, number one. Yo, wow, we both managed that. Yeah, totally separate from you. Didn't know you were going to pick it up at all. I just said, yeah, this looks like a cool book. So The Fix, number one. Yeah. I got X-Men 92, number one. Okay. Um, that was a recommendation by somebody on Twitter, so I figured I'd pick that up, check that out. Poe Dameron, number yeah. one. The Walking Dead, 153. Um, Black Widow number two, Spider Man number three, Old Man Logan number four, and Black Panther number one. Oh yeah! By the way, quick clarification: the only reason I do not have Spider Man number three is because my local comic shop, uh, their distributor, messed up. They done messed up, and the the distributor uh, they didn't deliver Spider Man three. And it is not the fault of the comic shop. It is not the fault of Brave New Worlds. But that means today. I do not have Spidey three, but it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll make up for it. So let's talk about the book of the week for next week. So we, we, <laughs> we've got a lot to choose from. We got a lot to yeah. choose from. So what I would really like to do is I would really like to, maybe we should ask the internet. That's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe we should do a poll. So next week, dark Knight three master race. Number four is coming out. Mm-hmm. So that's an option. We got Poe Dameron number one. We got Old Man Logan number four, which we've been reading for a while. Uh-huh. We've got Spider Man number three, and, and we Black got Black Widow, Widow number, number two. two. Yeah, that's too many things for uh, a poll. Well, we let, we'll narrow it down. We we'll ju- we'll just kind of like narrow that down a little bit. I think Maybe we can we do get... four. So let's yeah. let's put four on the. Uh, on the comic book Junto Twitter and we'll let people uh-huh. do a, do a poll and whichever one you guys pick is the one that we'll do for book of the week next week. That's good. I like this. Let's do this. Yeah. All right. So let's All right, man. It, shut T- it down. Take like, us out. Um, why don't you let the people know where they can find you on the internet? 
All right, you can find me in Philadelphia, by the way. You can find me in Philadelphia because that's where I'm at right now. Uh, you can find me online on Twitter and on Instagram at Adam Tetris, A D A M T E T E R U S. I, uh, I've been tweeting up a storm lately. I'm just mm. tweeting a lot. Sometimes I go through phases, mm. right? And I'm, I'm just, I'm tweeting a plenty. There so we go. join me, huh? Just join me. Okay. Um, you can find me on the internet, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the same thing at Octavius A. Newman, O C T A V I U S A N E W M A N. Having a fun, mm. fun time on Snapchat. Having a great time. Um, I'm finally kind of getting the hang of this thing and I'm just like having fun really. So follow me on Snapchat. I know I keep saying I'm going to be giving stuff away. I will, but it's just taking some time to put some stuff together. Um, but yeah, hit me up there. Follow me on Snapchat. I put a lot of my focus there. Um, this podcast is a product of bear fruit. So you can follow bear fruit on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the same thing at B three, a R F R U I T. Um, go to bearfruit.com, sign up for the newsletter, check out our other podcasts, the beautiful struggle. This week's episode, episode 15 is with Daniel Steele. Um, amazing music producer. Great episode for that. Um, also go to our store, check out our merchandise, grab some of the new stuff that we're going to be putting up soon and check out some of the older stuff. If you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. That would be huge. It would mean a whole lot to us. Um, also, subscribe on SoundCloud. Leave comments on SoundCloud as well. We'll check those out. If you want to send us emails, send us things you want us to talk about and ask us questions, comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. Also, you can at us on Twitter at comicbookjunto. You can ask us questions using hashtag AskCBJ. Um, and thank you once again. Thank you guys for listening. Please engage with us. Let us know what you want the book of the week to be next week. And we will, uh, put, take that poll and we'll pick whichever one you guys pick from the ones we put up there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just not that it's not, it's not the same when you're not here in the same room with me. You know that, right? I believe that it's just not, it doesn't, it's just not the same. It's not the same. I, I actually, I asked the guy to come in here. And just uh, pretend that his name was Octavius and sit across from me. So that way I had somebody to talk to. I got a, yeah, I got a surrogate. I got a proxy. How's that working out for you? No, he feels weird about it. Understand? Like, I, I don't want him on the mic, but I know I can see it in his eyes. He feels weird about it. I bet. It sounds like a weird situation, mm-hmm. but you know what? Hey, live your life, man. <laughs> All right, man. You have a good time in Georgia and uh, we, we got a lot to talk about when you get back. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, man. This has been fun. Long distance episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And um, until next time, peace. (laughs) 